join us if you dare. It's movie night at your drive-in of terror. Each week, you'll hear about one campy movie for a laugh. One terrifying feature sure to scare your pants off. And one kid-friendly scare for the little ones. Or not-so-little ones, needing a little less terror. The show's about to start. Get comfy and sit down in front. Oh, and one more thing. This episode contains spoilers. Consider yourself warm. Enjoy the show, if you're brave enough. Take it away, Tom. Hi, guys. I'm Tom, here with my good friend Shay, and we'd like to, uh, you to pull on into our drive-in of terror for season two, episode number nine of the Scare Your Pants Off, It's Movie Night podcast. In tonight's episode, our fright-filled feature is Child's Play. Oh, one of my all-time favorites. So grab your snacks, guys, and we'll kill the lights. So how you doing today, Shay? I'm, I'm really good. I was, I'm really excited to talk to you because, and I don't know if you've watched it yet, have you watched Black Phone? Yes, loved it. Loved it. It, it was, so I feel really funny saying this about a horror movie, but, but I feel like I also say it a lot about horror movies, but it was, there were parts of that, like when the boy was on the phone and he was talking to them, but he couldn't see them, but they were interacting with him, and it was, that was weirdly beautifully done like very artistic very but it was yeah. a great movie and i i read the short story and there wasn't a lot in it so they really i i feel like they i feel like they built a great great story around a kind of small foundation yeah yeah you're absolutely right and uh i i just gotta say ethan hawk right now is on fire like he is just he can't do it wrong right now. Everything he is in or touching or part of, he's amazing at it. Like, I always knew he was a good actor, but, like, I didn't know how great he really was. My first inkling was a couple years ago when that show Good Lord Bird came out, and I'm watching him, and he was so fantastic in it. But uh, everything he's been doing in these last, like, four or five years has just been whew, off the charts. So good. So good, but yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. It was somebody was like, "Oh, I'm gonna check out Black Phone." I was like, "Oh shit, oh, let me check that out," and uh, very pleasantly surprised by that film. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. And the, the kids in it, the I don't even know. I I don't know. The kid actors are. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know how they they harness all that like friggin' awesome. And I, but they the kids in it were so friggin' good. Yeah. So good. And it's going to be tough as a kid, like doing like horror and having to be able to run through all those emotions, just like on the, on, on the, you know, adults. Okay. You've been honing your craft forever. And, you know, but as a kid to be able to do that and these kids were great. You're That's absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up because they were very, very good actors. Uh, so yeah, I really enjoyed that. So what's, uh, What's new? Anything or um, not nothing too much. Still just you know trying to work out some details about. We've already sent out invitations for um our Halloween party, which wait super way in advance, but we're just kind of 
crafting some ideas and fine-tuning some details, but very cool. Uh, yeah. what, what have you been up to? Uh, just working a lot and, uh, excuse me, geez. Uh, yeah, just, just feel like I'm working a lot and not much. <laughs> it, it doesn't, doesn't feel like it. Long weekend this weekend. So I'm going to get some workouts in and, uh, go to a couple cookouts or, and, uh, that's about it. Nothing exciting in my life. I feel like every time we talk, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm working. <laughs> it's boring life, but what are you going to do? It's adulting. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, all right. Um, so do you have a campy film for me today? For those looking for a laugh, it's time for the campy. I do. So, surprise, I'm super excited to talk about Willy's Wonderland. You've seen it, right? Yes. This, I can't think of a better word to describe this movie beyond ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But, like, the best kind of ridiculous. So, understand that that is not an insult. That is not me saying, don't watch this crap. This is so ridiculous that you will you you're gonna smile the entire time because it's that absurd <clears throat> so uh none other than the fabulous nicholas cage is in it <laughs> i love him so good he's such a weird guy oh, so bizarre <laughs> he's just he is a bizarre individual and he owns it though so like i mean what's not the love about that he owns the crap out of it but so this movie came out in 2021 and it, um, Nicolas Cage gets hired to clean this facility. Now, this facility is like some, almost like a Chuck E. Cheese area, but it's very FNAF-esque. Um, so if you like Five Nights at Freddy's, you're going to see, you're going to see Five Nights at Freddy in this movie. So the cool thing is Nicolas Cage, or not the cool thing, I don't know. The weird thing, the ridiculous thing, is Nicolas Cage is the star, and these kids break in, and he ends up having to save them from these living FNAF-like like dolls that come alive, or these big, you know, animatronics that come to life, and he doesn't say a word. Not one thing. Nothing. The whole movie. So... <laughs> This movie is great because it has like like an absolutely perfect amount of gore, uh, tons of camp, all day camp. The effects are super cheesy. They're not good, but they're great. Um, but it's it's really a fun watch, and it's it's just funny. So check it out. It's Willy's Wonderland. Give it a watch. It's great. I, I I really, really like it. Very like sort of underrated, under the radar type of film. But if you haven't seen it, yeah, definitely uh, do yourself a favor and check it out. And like you said, Nicholas Cage, he is such a bizarre guy. And but like you said, him owning it and it's it just like I, I always if I ever see like like if I'm messing around my phone and see a news article and it has anything to do with Nicolas Cage, I will stop and read it because he's such just some of the stuff that he's done, like went on a search for the Ark of the Covenant and, uh, you know, oh, bought Tyrannosaurus Rex skull and just, mm -hmm. 
it's like everything he does is so bizarre and i i love it and uh uh, yeah i got respect for him too you know because he is he's a coppola and and he never he he, you know he didn't want to be you know people to think it was because of nepotism or anything so he did his own thing so i give him respect but very bizarre individual but yes check out willie's wonderland guys it's a great great film well i have the feature for those brave souls ready for a fright it's time for the feature and i'm going to be talking about child's play i'm so excited um there is i'm i'll give a brief synopsis a little like the first one and then we'll kind of get into it because there is technically eight films uh under the moniker seven sort of within the, the franchise plus uh a, ser- a television series there's video games there's comic books um there's uh there's short films i found out that i'm gonna go search for uh some point this weekend just to kind of check them out so anyway child's play or it's most people just kind of say chucky now because it's that's the main he's the main killer is american horror slasher uh franchise created by don mancini Inter- I, I thought this was interesting. Don Mancini is an openly gay man, and uh, he is the first openly gay uh, creator of a horror franchise, and I thought that was pretty cool. I, I never knew that. That's, that is awesome. I, I had no clue. That's really cool. Yeah, I had never known it either, And uh, but very cool. Um, so, give you a little brief synopsis of, of the first film here. Uh, and the first one was directed by Tom Holland. Um, not, Tom Holland? Not that Tom Holland, though. Not, not the the one that's currently, I, because I, isn't he like a, like a, a hunk or something, <laughs> the new Tom Holland? I don't know. He's, he's, he's an adorable little Spider-Man and he's absolutely my favorite Spider-Man, but yeah. Yeah, totally not that one, because this, uh, the original Child's Play came in, out in 1988. So, um brief synopsis here charles lee ray is gunned down by detective mike norris Uh, as he's dying ray uses voodoo magic to put his soul inside a good guy chucky doll so then karen barclay buys her son andy a good guy chucky doll and it just so happens to be the one that charles lee ray uh put his soul into so when chucky kills andy's babysitter the boy realizes the doll is live and tries to warn people but is institutionalized because he says a there's a killer doll killing people this uh, this doll killed my babysitter uh so now karen the mother must convince the detectives that the doll is murderous before andy becomes the next victim so that's essentially it that's essentially the first one and as the series basically revolves around charles e. ray he was uh is able to transfer his soul into good guy chalky dolls i guess technically he could transfer it into you know other things but he transfers it into a good guy chalky doll and that's basically what the the whole franchise is built around and then we find out later that you know he can transfer it into like a little piece of his soul into multiple ones and basically make a chucky army which i know has uh fans a little uh go against each other it's like 
some people like that. Some people think that it's it, it, it's kind of cheesy. And I, my feeling is, as long as they don't exploit it too much, and it's not just all these movies revolving around a Chucky army, <laughs> then I'm okay with it. As long as it's part of the lore, it kind of it adds to it. So anyway, like I said, there's eight uh, Chucky films, and I'm briefly just touch on each one so there was the original child's play in 1988 uh then there was the second child's play 2 in 1990 and then child's play 3 in 1991 and these were primarily like straightforward just kind of horror you know they had some funny lines in there or some a little or dark humor a little dark humor but primarily just like straight horror and then there's a seven year break and they come back with Bride of Chucky. And in this one, they've now they've embraced that dark humor a little more, added a little campiness there, um, which I really love because there's only so far you can go on straight horror, especially with a killer doll. Like you, I, I, you can't make 10. I mean, I guess technically you could make 10, but they're going to it's I, in my opinion, it, it won't be great. So uh, we have Bride of Chucky they're leaning into it they're kind of finding their footing then we get uh, a six year in between the next one and in 2004 seed of chucky comes out and that this is my favorite of the series because for me this is really where they they've embraced that dark humor and the campiness and it really comes together they've really honed it by this point now it's uh it, and uh i just really really love it uh, then we go nine years and we get Curse of Chucky in 2013. And this one, again, it's still the campy and all the goodness. Uh, the story a little bit almost felt like we're going back to the beginning and not just, I, I don't mean like child, the beginning where Charles V. Ray just transfers into the first Chucky, but kind of like uh, the story almost feels like a refresh, like we're going to update a little bit and remind you guys a little bit of what uh, of how Chucky came to be um then after that we there's four years and we get cult of Chucky in 2017 another really really good one what's your uh, uh favorite so I I'm, I think I have to say it's Bride of Chucky it's it's funny because uh, when I was younger, I didn't really like Chucky all that much. I didn't really find him very scary. And 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 again, they were just going for the flat-out horror or whatever. Um, but as an adult, going back and watching, kind of watching the franchise again, I, I really have a better appreciation for him. But I, I think I think Bride of Chucky is my favorite. I love Jennifer Tilly. Oh, my God. She kills me. I love her. She is amazing. And, uh, and yeah, Bride of Chucky is so good. For me, it's seed of Chucky, like I said, but I could totally, I could, I could, could have put a bride of Chucky because it's so good. Just for me, like seed of Chucky, felt like they really found it. But bride of Chucky is one of my favorite. I, I love them all, though. I love Child's yeah. Play One as well. Um, it's always been like guilty pleasure for me. Like even when you know a lot of people had that same feeling as you through the first three. It's not that scary. It's it's a little 
lame, maybe it's a doll, you know. And so I always liked it, but I I wasn't very vocal about it. But now that we have the series and there's a lot of love for Chucky and then and they've embraced that campiness, I can actually proudly say I'm a big Chucky fan. So um so after Cult of Chucky, we get uh, this reboot remake maybe of child's play in 2019 and it's it's very different starring aubrey plaza great actor love her she's so good parks and recreation and uh whatever else um <laughs> and in this one basically it opens at a, a good guy chucky factory in in japan and a guy, uh, one of the workers that, you know, helps with the chips inside these Chuckies that makes them talk and everything is uh, getting verbally abused by his boss. His boss is just a real jerk and just being rude to him, blah, 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 yelling at him, telling him stupid, and then fires him. So he messes with like the empathy within the Chucky and takes it out and essentially makes Chucky psychotic. So in this one, it has nothing to do with Charles Lee Ray using the voodoo ritual to get into the body. It's all about he uh, did it, you know, through uh, what uh, engineering he did it and made this doll evil. And it's kind of like an allegory for um, watch out for technology and stuff. And it doesn't really fit within the child's play kind of as a standalone it'd be okay i think you know yeah. just that in. but within the within the uh franchise it doesn't make much sense because the franchise is so much built around uh charles lee ray and being able to possess the chucky so worth a check out not my favorite though oh it's it, you know like i said if you if you completely just view it as a standalone. It'll be fine. It's kind of like Halloween three curse of the uh, season of the witch. You know, if you look at it, Oh man, not a Halloween. It's okay. Movie. Right. But it's, yeah, it's, I, I mean, I, but within the Halloween friend, it's like, eh, that doesn't, it doesn't, I know that it goes favorite. away that it, it, it's just not. Yeah. Again, it's just, like you said, it's a standalone. It's, it's okay. Yeah, but. and that's kind of how that one is, but uh, yeah. So like I said, there's been some short films. It was in 2005, uh, Dan, Don Mancini, the creator, uh, released a short film called Chucky's Vacation Slides. I've never seen it. And then in 2013, he released a, a second one called Chucky Invades, and oh i guess you can watch them as like extra features on seed of chucky so okay i i, I haven't bought a blu-ray in a while so i i uh yeah i don't know or a dvd in a while but uh yeah in 2021 the chucky series came out and i I, I'm obsessed with this series. It's so good. It's called Chucky. Eight episodes in the first season. was immediately renewed for a second season, um, which is tentatively uh, uh, premiering October 5th of 2022. So Ooh. not we are recording. I know this is going to come out much later, but um, yes, I cannot wait in this um, 
it's really good in the series now they it's I, I it's a it's a new story with new actors and everything but also they're exploring the uh how charles e ray became charles e ray the serial killer which i really like through flashbacks and in, interestingly enough brad dorif who does the did the voice of chucky um in the first three and then uh, sporadically throughout his daughter play is in the series playing two parts she plays the character that is possessed by charles lee ray chucky um and uh is kind of like and she can take control of her body sometimes but other times it's charles lee ray and she's and when she's with charles lee ray um if she's charles lee ray tiffany's around and you know they're in a relationship um but she also plays as the, in these flashbacks, she's playing Charles Lee Ray, and she does a really, you wouldn't even know. I didn't know yeah. right away. Did you know? Was, I had no clue right away. She, she did, she did such a good job. I was like, I don't, I couldn't even wrap my head around how she could have mimicked that so perfectly. And it makes perfect sense because she's his daughter. So, yeah, you know, who better? Yeah, I think I found out it was now that I've been thinking about it at the uh, during the season after the episodes, they would do like a sit down with the cast and everything. And that's when I think I real they were talking about it. She had sat down and they were all, you know, talking about the episode. And I was just like, wow, that's amazing. And like you said, it, the daughter, she she just does. She's fantastic. And so good. And I, I yeah, I cannot wait for this guy. It just adding to the to the lore of it and um you guys you got to check out you got to check out all these if you haven't watched any of them do yourself a favor and do a binge and then you know and i would do it in order so you kind of get the feel for it you know get kind of and you kind of see the transformation of from child's play one all the way to the series and stuff mm -hmm. it's quite a quite an evolution in my opinion and uh just one other thing I wanted to add because I uh, saw this and I was I was shocked. But Don Mancini, and like I said, there's video games and stuff. But Don Mancini wants to do a crossover and it tentatively titled Chucky on Elm Street. Huh. So it would be. A, either Chucky on Elm Street or Child's Play on Elm Street. They kicked around both, I guess. But I, yeah. I think I'm here for it. I think, I think like ten years ago I wouldn't have been, but I think I'm here for it. Yeah, I think I am too. I, huh. I, 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 I think in the way, especially the way the series has gone and how, uh, how good it's been and everything like that. That I, I think he could do a really good job with that too like i think it could be kind of cool it could be very yeah. bad and I'd, I'd still be here for that but it actually has very high potential freddie and chucky to be the right kind of bad though like mm -hmm. the perfect kind of bad yes so huh <laughs> yeah no i i like the thought of it uh, actually i i kind of came up with a question for you oh go for it so, given the necessity to put your soul into something, what would you put it in, and why? Oh, that's tough. Oh man, 
I don't know, put my soul into something. Like it would be cool to put my soul into an animal that can fly like a bird just to see what it would be like to fly. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I would have to say a bird right now. That's tough. I, 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 I got to think a little more. What about you? So <laughs> I came up with my answer weirdly fast. Um, but it's very fitting for me, um, especially if you listen to season one, you'll know. Um, but I think I would have to put my soul into a doll, but into a Bigfoot doll. Cause I, and I would just have to run around and let people try to get pictures of me. Like, I know, I know that's crazy, but like, I love Bigfoot. I love, I mean, not as much as I love the Wendigo. Oh, that's what you were going to say. The Wendigo, once you said, if you listen to season one, I was like, Shit, she's gonna turn herself into a Wendigo. <laughs> and I would, and I would in a second, but I think a miniature Bigfoot running around wreaking some havoc because it's so identifiable would be would be a lot of fun. I love it. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. I'm just like, <laughs> that is very funny. I uh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'll think about it. Maybe on next episode if I can think of something even better than a, a bird, but I always thought it'd be cool to fly. Um but that's <laughs> mini Bigfoot. That's great. I love that. Uh, um, so I think that's pretty much what I have, Chucky. Uh, guys, check it out. But uh, we're going to give it a rating. And we'll do it out of good guy dolls. But should we do a rating on the like the franchise as a whole? Because it is such a big like. I kind of think so. I think right. I think franchise as a whole is a good idea. We can do the series separately too, if you'd like, and, and actually almost kind of rate them how whatever you'd like, honestly. But I think I think we should go franchise as a whole because it, personally, I think that's the way to go. So right. out of how, out of how many good guy Chucky dolls would you give this franchise? Okay, so. When we rate these movies, it's really hard because we obviously love or have some good feelings toward really all of these movies that we talk about. Because otherwise, why would we talk about them? Um, I I think as a whole, and it's going to seem really low, but it's not. I'm going to give it... uh, I feel like this is going to cripple our friendship. Um, I'm gonna give it six out of ten good guy dolls. That's hey, that's as a whole. That's that's fine because you got to think about this. This is eight movies with that remake plus a series, and that's totally fair. Like I, I I I'm definitely gonna go higher than that. Uh, for me, but I, that's that's fair because, like I said, that's that's a lot of movies to take into account and. Uh, Plus, to kind of build off the scale that we've been kind of creating in these first few episodes here. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, six is fair. Six is fair. Um, I, For me, I would have to give it, and I want to go higher, but I, I, I can't just because of just, you know, some of the things that happen in the first three that I'm not, you know, aren't. The best and plus that if i'm taking into account the whole franchise uh, that remakes kind of in there so i'm gonna give it an eight out of ten um i wish i could go higher because that series the series itself i would give i would give a nine out of ten or yeah. 
for hire just for the 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 television show and same with like a seat of chucky but yeah. um taking into account all of them i i would give it an eight and again i admittedly like even before it became popular again with the bride and the seed i was like it was I was a bigger fan than I, m most people let on. So that might be high for a lot of people, but I think eight is totally fair. Um, it's it's funny that you said it because I, I think I think I agree. And I think if it, if I were doing the series alone, I actually think it would have been an eight. But yeah. I just think collect because, yeah, there were there were some choices made <laughs> in some of the movies that I'm like, oh. but, you know. Yeah, no, that's uh, so. So guys, check it out. It's 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 a good one. Do yourself a favor and check it out. All right. Well, now you have a kids movie. For the <coughs> little ones, it's time for the kids scare. I don't know why I said that like a question. <laughs> like, I, I do. I do. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I do. I do. So I have the kids movie, like we just said, and I'm going to talk really quickly about Coraline. And this movie is freaking beautiful. Like it's, it's so captivating and it's so, it's so well animated both worlds. So it, it basically follows Coraline Jones who moves to a big pink apartment building with her mom and her dad who are working really hard to try to meet like a deadline for a magazine they write for. I think it's a gardening magazine of some sort. And they're really distracted just trying to, you know, meet the deadline, make money and, you know, have a good life for the kid. But she doesn't fully understand it. And she's kind of being the, you know, look at me, play with me, do this, uh, which is normal. And that's how they're supposed to be. Um, but to distract her, her dad told her to go and count all the doors in the apartment. And she did. And she found a door really low on one of the walls that um, was locked shut. And there was a drawer of keys in the kitchen. And she went through and she ended up finding the key. And she opened the door uh, once and it was blocked and it was bricked up. But then she opened it again at night. And there was just so beautifully animated, just like tunnel purples and blues, almost like a stained glass look. And she crawled through it and she got to the other side. And it was her apartment, but different. Uh, living in that alternate universe were the other people. So it's her other mother, her other father, uh, other versions of some of her friends. And it's just really cool. And you see her kind of, they, they want her to come live with them. And there's buttons in their eyes. And to live with them, you put the buttons in your eyes. And you find out that the other mother really traps other children. So she's done this to other ones. But it's really cool because she kind of battles it out with her and it's it's for like a kids movie it it's creepy i can definitely see a creep factor i would say like eight and up probably perfectly fine to watch it my kid was a little bit younger but you know you grow up with me and you, <laughs> it's just life um but yeah I, I think it's a great more movie it's a great place for kids to start off if they want to watch something creepy but they don't want to be too scared um, it's really good. There is a scene where there are two older ladies. Um, and again, it's, it's, they're animated, so they're not real, but they're not wearing a lot of clothes and it's a little, <laughs> that might be the creepiest part of the movie, but, yeah. um, watch it for yourself first if you're not sure, but 
it's it's so good yeah i i really enjoyed it um the one i remember when it came out the first thing that it, uh, attracted me to it was the animation style and uh i, I just really liked that style and um yeah, very good. I, I I think eight is totally fine too. Again, I don't have kids, but I feel like eight would is totally reasonable for uh to watch that. It, it, it's a good one, and like you said, it's kind of a good sort of like introduction a little bit. It's a little creepy, but it's uh yeah, it's a good one. Check it out, guys. Well, got anything else today? Nope, I am. I think I'm good. All right. All right. Good episode, guys. And uh, thanks for joining us, guys. And please make sure to meet us at the snack bar next week when Nightmare on Elm Street will be on the big screen. So until then, sweet dreams. Bye. Thanks, guys. As always, thank you for listening. Feel free to reach out to your hosts by email at scareyourpantsoff9 at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. Be sure to like, subscribe, and turn on notifications wherever you get your podcasts. If we haven't scared you away yet, you're our kind of people. So check under your bed and keep your feet under the covers and those closet doors shut. <laughs> Until next week, my friends.